Hi, everyone. Welcome to Meet the Rockadopolis. My name is Yislike Rockadopolis. And I'm Lance Rockadopolis. And today we're going to talk about orgasm control. So Lance is orgasm free for 2022. And we're over halfway there. How do you feel about it? How's it going for you? I would say that the difficulty of it comes and goes in waves. There's periods and days that are more difficult than others. Especially when I'm distracted with work, it seems to be easier. So in an episode in season one, we provided a lot of information about male chastity. So in this episode, we'll be focusing more on chastity and domination. And our basic question of issue is, does male chastity make men more submissive? Or more specifically, does chastity make Lance more submissive? So male chastity has been a very popular practice for a long time, according to one article since as early as 1870. And it seems like a very counterintuitive thing for penis holders to be into. Anecdotally, this particular fetish seems to be growing, but it's hard to determine how much. I have not found any information at all about the numbers. Some people have suggested that a proliferation of different types and brands of cages over the last few years might indicate a burgeoning interest, but others suggest that the number of brands is more about the number of Chinese knockoffs than about interest and innovation. Regardless, lots of people do it, including us, and it's weird. I would certainly agree with that. It's definitely strange. And I've also seen anecdotal statements that it's increasing in popularity. Lance and I have been doing it from the start of our relationship, and I did it with three other subs before him. Yeah, so that's interesting to hear. I have a question or two about that. I thought of I was a pioneer of sorts. When you introduced it to your other subs, who broached the subject? Was it you or the sub that actually wanted it? Uh, well, with the first one, it was me. You know, I was really brand spanking new. He was my first sub. I had had a couple of online encounters before then. And, it, you know, again, it was one of those things where when I first read about it online, it was horrifying. And then two seconds later, I had to do it. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was about three weeks into my relationship with my first sub. And um, I got him a really pretty one. And the first thing he said was, oh, my God, I was so worried that you were going to make me do this. And now you, you're making me do it. Mm -hmm. And he immediately put it on. And after a few days wearing it, he said that it was probably something designed by a lady. Mm. He was very British, very, very, very British. And uh, anyway, he did wear it for a while and then he got a better one for himself. Okay. But yeah, it was my idea. And then I did it with a couple of others. Actually, the second one was not with a cage, but he went for it for about a month until he did some dastardly business online. And that was the end of the relationship. 
And then after that, I was with someone who had a holy trainer and he had had it for a couple of years. And, and, uh, so we did that for about six or seven months. Mm. That was the situation where I was just doing the lock and forget, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. That was bad. And we mentioned that previously. So what's the appeal? Well, there are a lot of claims that are made about the benefits of male chastity. Well, the first claim is that it increases the sex drive of the chastened male. One way to verify this claim is to link sex drive with testosterone levels in men. I found this article in Medical News Today, which was a research survey that linked masturbation to testosterone levels. Research on the topic is somewhat limited and inconclusive, especially regarding the long-term effects of masturbation or abstinence. So did it link like a drop in testosterone, like an inverse relationship between testosterone Mm. and... No, it was definitely positive. (sighs) Refraining from masturbating and having orgasms definitely increases the testosterone levels. Okay. The next claim, and it is related to sex drive, is that it makes men more sexually available because it makes it easier to get an erection, stay aroused. This would, of course, result from the increase in testosterone levels associated with men being in chastity. One source from Men's Health magazine was the title of the research was a research on the relationship between ejaculation and serum testosterone level in men. It stated that testosterone levels peaked at about seven days. So what are the benefits to the chastened? One surprising claim that I had never heard before I started researching for this episode is that male chastity can help with premature ejaculation. Because in a teasing or PIV situation, when the chastened needs to keep themselves from orgasming, they're actually strengthening the muscles that are activated when they come. Hmm. That would not be my experience, if anything... The frustration associated with long-term chastity has increased my prematureness. It's as though many different things can rapidly stimulate me to the point of orgasm. And it's kind of humiliating, so there is that added benefit. Another benefit is supposedly more intense orgasms when you're out of the cage. This one may be true, although I haven't had many orgasms to uh, confirm this. Yeah, I guess for the key holder, the supposed intensity is due to the power exchange. I mean, overall, I'm more turned on in power exchange relationships, way more. Another benefit, according to the website Lovegasm, which sells chastity devices, is the power exchange that's inherent in the practice if you're in a romantic relationship with your key holder. The website is strongly implying that power exchange is good for romantic relationships in general. I thought that was pretty interesting. 
And it's not something that I've heard outside of power exchange discussion groups and in person from people who already practice power exchange. So that was the first time that I had seen anything that said that power exchange mm. was healthy wow. for a relationship just in and of itself. Yeah, I have found that many of the websites that are selling the devices are providing information as to the benefits of male chastity as as well as other quote unquote information. The Dream Lover 2000 website comes to mind. They have a whole section on male training theory and quote identity reframing. They even cite some of the same research that I found you know, research articles on the effect of chastity on testosterone levels. But they also stretch the claims of that research by stating that the increased testosterone leads to more courtship behaviors from men in chastity. I quote from the website, Experiments on a very wide variety of species have clearly identified testosterone as a courtship inducer. Courtship can be defined as the work a male is willing to do in order to gain the favor of the female. Perhaps there is some truth to this claim, but it seems that the research in this area is limited as well, and it's limited to species other than humans. You found an article that states that in birds, testosterone leads to both aggression and in competing males and non-aggressive behaviors that increase social status. The next claim is that it makes men more attentive. Almost everyone who writes about chastity makes this claim. I question this claim. Could it be that key holders are more expectant of their chastened men and are actually asking for the foot rubs and massages and other loving displays of affection? So kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy, maybe? Mm -hmm. The next claim is that it makes submissive men more compliant. This is the thought that in a submissive man, obedience will become sexualized and incentivized. And those desires associated with wanting sex are so strong that obeying commands is associated with pleasing the woman, and therefore it'll increase the likelihood that the woman will be receptive to his overtures. And also maybe somewhere in their minds, they're thinking that if they're really, really good, maybe you'll let them out of jail for good behavior. Mm. I mean, obviously, if they wanted orgasms, they could just not be put into chastity, right? Right. But maybe making orgasms a reward of some kind makes it more meaningful. Hmm. I think it's a little more than just tit-for-tat thinking. I do it so that I can feel controlled. But I see your point that there is some part of the whole unsaid agreement that if you stay in chastity for a while and, and be real nice that it'll like facilitate a, a future orgasm or, or the key holder would allow it. But I'm wondering if that's true in all cases, because it didn't work for one particular polyandry prospect. He basically balked at the notion of being in chastity. And that's probably because he really wasn't interested in total power exchange. 
Yeah, that's true. He also, though, I would say the couple of months that we were together before we broke up, he was chased. He just wasn't in the cage. Mm -hmm. And it was the night that I put the cage on him that he was like, I need sex. I really need to have sex. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, bye, basically. <laughs> that <laughs> oh, was dear. that. Maybe the reality hit him yeah. that night. Maybe he didn't quite understand what we were looking for, but something about the cage just brought it home. So another supposed benefit of chastity is that it promotes female empowerment in general. And I think that is complete and total bullshit. In one of the articles I read, a relatively well-known male advocate for male chastity said that being in chastity really helped him to understand what women, quote unquote, go through. And in context, I read that statement as implying that having his wife cage him somehow woke him up to the reality of male supremacy. But I mean, other than the fact that a lot of women have trouble orgasming, I really don't see any parallel between male chastity and female empowerment, other than she decides when he can orgasm. But what do his orgasms have to do with the fact that women make 83 cents on the dollar compared to men, or that only 6% of rapists ever spend a night in jail? And I'm just talking about in the United States here. Also, a lot has been said about the power women have to use sex to control men. But when it comes to chastity, it seems to be a little more honest as far as like, there's no manipulation there. There's an honest effort to control the male. And there are visual displays of that empowerment, the um, device and the key itself, which she can wear around her neck. Marissa Rudder stated in her guidebook, Chastity, male chastity serves to empower women and place them in a power position which opens up the opportunity for real growth and evolution in the relationship. My problem with this claim is that nobody really delves deeply into that claim. They just state it and make it seem like it's self-evident. But I can see other people's perspective when they say that chastity focuses the relationship on the penis too much. So how could all that attention on the man's penis be empowering to women? Also, it seems to me that a man's desire to be controlled sexually comes first before the woman's empowerment. Before the shift in power in the relationship, there's this patriarchal way of thinking because it basically states that women are disempowered in many ways. Men need to come to the rescue and empower them in this way. And that power needs to come from the man first. That the power transfer needs to first be authorized and sanctioned by the man. And that authorization is because the man is getting something out of it. So that doesn't seem like power exchange to me, and it seems a little bit narcissistic. I think the problem is that chastity does not relate to the problems that many women have today. There is no linkage between women being able to control a man's dick and her not feeling like they're 
being controlled by the man and not being discriminated and condescended against in like everyday life. Finally, and this is something that Lance and I hear a lot from submissive men, especially married men, there's the hope or aspiration that chastity will be a first step toward FLR, toward female-led relationships, or other types of power exchange relationships. On the other hand, I'm touched and even encouraged by the sincerity of this longing for power exchange in and of itself. It seems like a clear sign of a true submissive nature. So Lance, does chastity make you feel more submissive? I don't think so. I think it makes me feel more controlled, and that is something that I definitely do like. But does me being in chastity make you feel more dominant? Yes. Because we're doing TPE, and I wouldn't say that it's the case that keeping him locked up gives me more power, because in our relationship, I technically have all the power already. But what it is, is an opportunity for me to exercise my power. It's like TPE is my right. But just because I have that right doesn't automatically mean I'm actively exercising that right every minute of the day. It's like how not everyone who has the right to vote in political elections actually chooses to exercise that right. I mean, I personally believe that everyone who has the right to vote in a democratic election should do so. But maybe some people don't like any of the choices available on the ballot. I mean, that never happens, right? <laughs> uh, or maybe they know that the election is rigged and they don't want to participate in creating a false appearance of democracy. As a dominant, I'm ethically obligated to think about my commands before I issue them. And I can't only take my best interests into account. And the reason why Lance trusts me is that he knows that I'm coming from a place of goodwill and a sense of responsibility. Mm -hmm. I also know that you want to further our relationship and make it better in, in every way possible. Good. So chastity is a form of power that I can have over him that is fun and it's funny and it's continuous and it's a way to exercise my power over him that is not likely to interfere with our work life or our relationships with family. As a form of power exchange, it's also very self-contained, so to speak. <laughs> Another benefit of chastity to me is that it's very erotic. I suppose it's the control thing. It always turns me on at least a little bit when I'm messing around with his cage trying to get it on and off of him, mm. but especially when I take it off, because that's often followed by rough play with his package. It's like you're taking out your toy to play with it. For me, it's another occasion or opportunity for intimacy. One thing that I want to be able to do, though, is to... Put it on you quickly and easily so that it's like a beautiful kind of ritual that we do after our time together. And it's about me maintaining power while we're physically separate. Mm. 
but I tend not to have the best hand-eye coordination and manual dexterity. It's probably because my probably because my parents did a lot of drugs. Um, so I end up accidentally hurting him, which ends up getting him hard, <laughs> which makes it impossible to get him in the cage. And then we have to stop, and he has to turn on CNN to make him go soft because he hates CNN. <laughs> and yeah, that's not actually a joke. That's that's the reality of our life. I don't actually hate CNN. It's just all those commercials. I mean, it, it's definitely a procedure and an effortful to take it on and off. And like you said, I have to be soft through the unattractiveness of Smirconish. It's kind of confusing as to when it's okay and when it's not okay to push that first testicle through. And the difficulty is that you're not in my body, so you can't tell when it's okay. Yeah, it would it would be really great if you could put it on and off without me helping. And like you said, the trick is for me not to get hard while you're manipulating my penis and hurting my balls. Well, even though I can't feel what you're feeling, I still want to be able to know what's going on with you when I'm putting it on. I want to know that part of your body in that way. It would make me feel closer to you and I think vice versa. And I think it may make you trust me more and therefore be more susceptible to my devious machinations. Mm. Yeah, overall, I think chastity makes me feel more alive and primal. That horniness while being frustrated makes me more in tune with my body. It is, like I said, very humiliating. And I'm trying to find ways to overcome that shame like be okay with it in the locker room or in the sauna in front of other men. You mentioned previously that I want to become a spokesperson for chastity and FLR, and I would have to agree with that. Recently, I went to this Korean sauna, and I chose a time where I thought there would be a lot of um, men around and um, basically challenge me into like not being ashamed by it and just walking around boldly with the device on and it definitely was challenging and difficult but nobody really cared or said anything they took a look at it and <laughs> basically ignored it but does it make me feel more submissive i would say that it makes me feel more owned because you are holding the key to my sex, there is this powerful feeling of being owned. But as far as submissiveness, I am already submissive. So maybe that's part of the reason why, why I don't feel an increase in submissiveness. I am basically already ready to obey because that is what gives me pleasure. So I have a slave's heart and I don't expect the reward of an orgasm as payment for my service. To me, the two, service and orgasms, are not linked. Chastity is much more about feeling controlled and owned than it is about submission. So my personal take on male chastity is that it is best understood as BDSM. It's kinky play with the strong element of power exchange. I don't say that to belittle the practice at all. I think orgasm control is a beautiful form of intimacy and trust and love. 
And for that reason, I do see it as a potentially great place to start one's BDSM adventure. So thank you very much for joining us today. In our next episode, we will talk about the invasion of the body, uh, boundary issues. Until then, have a great week. Thank you.